Welcome to the fifth episode of Maldorma TV. I'm Magnus Alber. And I'm Tobias Alber. In the previous two episodes, we talked about two very different journeys that we made with psychedelics. Where we in the first one had a very powerful divine experience where we could feel our own divine nature, basically. And we were just blown away about mm. that experience. And then in the last episode, we talked about a very different experience where we had... I remember... I had this feeling of complete hopelessness and it was a really tough ride for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I experienced, uh, I had like a near death experience where I thought I was actually going to die and turn out I didn't gladly. Uh, but yeah. it was a really heavy experience that yeah. after this, it, we kind of had to just take a few weeks and some time just to get perspective of what have happened. It felt like the bad experience kind of pulled the rug under my feet at least after yeah. the first positive experience and it was a very humbling experience and we felt we needed to recover basically and discuss what happened. Yeah. But I think um, I mean the experience in itself turned out to be a really great experience in the yeah. end. Yeah. But uh, it was such a heavy experience that I think we we just needed the rest. Yeah. And uh, but the curiosity was still there. Seeing how we have had this really amazing experience that we talked about in the third episode. Yeah. It was still, I at least had still had this curiosity of, I didn't want, to, want it to end there. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. And uh, we decided to, after some time, uh, explore these worlds one more time. Yeah. And uh, I'm quite glad that we did. Yeah, it was uh, all of the good things kind of was ahead of us, I think. Yeah, so I think that was a small test to see if we would uh, continue on this journey. Yeah. So, But we did. And uh, on the next, uh, when we tried it the next time, I remember that we, after a while, I just got into this really amazing state where Kind of how I how we described in the third episode about feeling this bliss and just being in this uh, total peace and this energy just yeah. in the room. Uh, I could feel that in a constant state yeah. throughout the entire evening. Yeah, and it was like I could walk around where, where before I would just have this small experience of it. Yeah, now now I was able to walk around in it. And I remember, I think that was the time where we <laughs> introduced watermelons to our experiences. Oh, dear God. <laughs> watermelons. Yeah, I just remember, I think we were just in this beautiful state of awareness that was just there. And yeah. we could walk around it, just basically doing anything. And I kind of, I think we asked ourselves, what are we supposed to do in this awareness? Yeah, it kind of resembled the episode that I described in the later part of episode three. Yeah. Where I had this kind of breakthrough experience again, mm. but it wasn't as intense and I could walk around it in this state of awareness as well. Yeah. Uh, but now it happened again. And I think more to you during this experience than to me. I think it left a bigger impression for me because it was the first time it happened yeah. that I was in like in a constant state of this awareness. Yeah. So I just remember eating watermelon and the watermelon tasted like it was the most terrific fruit that I've ever tasted. And yeah. uh, 
the music when you're listening to it it's it was just as beautiful just as before as well and it's i just remember it's as a just being in this unconditional love if you will yeah and you when you are in this state of awareness you really appreciate everything yeah. just as it is uh, for instance the watermelon it t- tastes mm. you really focus on how how good it tastes and yeah. You don't need anything else except that watermelon. Or you're just so present in just whatever you do. Yeah. And and you just appreciate it fully. Enjoying every bite. And also uh, you enjoy everyday things like yeah. watching around in the room and or looking out the window. Everything becomes so yeah, I just, beautiful. Yeah, I just remember this moment where we're sitting there eating the watermelon and we had, I think it was Sigur Rós playing in the background or just some beautiful music. And I was looking out the window and could see the sea and the trees and the sky. And it was, a, I think it was a summer evening. So it was yeah. like really beautiful outside. And I just, at that moment, it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. It was just so beautiful. Yeah. And it's a really... I really love these states of awareness that yeah. you can tune into during these experiences when you just are. Mm. And quite often nowadays we get into this state of awareness after the intense part. Yeah. But as you said, this was the first time we could walk around in it. Mm. Well, I did it one time, that, that, that experience I described, the Nirvana experience in episode three. But basically it was kind of close to each other and yeah we were both blown away by this yeah i mean being in this state of awareness uh, i don't know how to explain it in a good way i think the word that popped into my head when i was sitting in this state of awareness is like i'm in heaven yeah (laughs) it's perhaps an exaggeration i don't know but that's the word that came to mind it it felt like being in heaven everything was just wonderful and you are also very present during this. I, you don't feel the need for anything else hmm. than what is. Yeah, that that's good point because all these questions that you usually have, or all the things that you ponder upon, yeah. if it's the existing everyday problems that you have in life, they yeah. just they are just gone. They just yeah. vanish, and you do not have any feelings like restlessness or anything like that you just mm. you're just in the now appreciating it maximum yeah. pretty much yeah and whatever you do just walking around is bliss mm. eating is bliss just chilling yeah it's bliss uh, so it's you can't get enough of it that's for sure yeah and I, that kind of experience i remember a funny thing i was that made me really like uh ponder upon uh, what was happening it's i was sitting there eating the watermelon and i was taking a bite and i looked down in the watermelon yeah and i could see a face in the watermelon yeah i remember that and it was like a smiling monk (laughs) looking at me and i i I think i actually said to you while i was eating there's a monk in this smell yeah i remember that (laughs) and i just uh, yeah i just laughed out of like this isn't real i mean this is this can't be real. It's just a was such a surreal experience. Yeah, and 
I have to also stay on the topic with watermelons. Of course. Because... We can spend a whole episode talking about watermelons yeah. and how they taste in this state of awareness. I'm embarrassed to say it, but during one of these experiences, when I was in this state of awareness, I think I ate three whole watermelons by myself. I think it was more. <laughs> yeah. I think we had, yeah, it could be, yeah, three watermelons maybe. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah. <laughs> three. Um, but I, 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 I just explain what it's like, uh, for instance, eating the watermelon. Mm. First of all, just looking at it is, it's just an experience in itself to watch something, you know, organic and it's yeah. so beautiful. And then kind of, you know, s- slow ritual, carve out a spoon and mm. put in your mouth and it really focuses on the taste and it's yeah. so sweet. And it's never like that when you eat in a regular life. You're kind of always going somewhere and something like that. but. Yeah. When you're in this state of awareness, you appreciate everything. Not mm. only the taste, but looking at the food before you eat it, mm. the actual movement to your mouth, everything yeah. is perfect and blissful. And it's quite remarkable that mm. it's possible to have an everyday life like that. I mean, this is the state of awareness that I'm convinced that people who have reached a very high level of awareness are in constantly without yeah. the help of psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. So, and but th- it's been I a bliss to have the glimpses of it. Yeah, for sure. And I think when you bring up the topic of eating food and being present, Yeah. I mean, that's something I think you're real, we're really bad at yeah. when we're in our everyday life because you're eating and you're just trying to get rid of the hunger and yeah. you don't really... When you eat, you don't really taste it. Just no, and I think these kind of experiences, like this one, really made me think of how important it is to be present of in what you're doing. Yeah, and you can actually have similar experiences without psychedelics if you're actually focusing on your food or even you know taking a shower mm. and really feeling how good it feels when the water you know like yeah. or, or taking a bath or everything like that yeah one thing that i think uh, that i enjoy doing that has helped me that i enjoy more after these experiences yeah. is swimming yeah just being underwater and feeling the weightlessness of just being underwater and feeling the water through your fingers when you swim and yeah. uh, that's it's a nice experience i totally agree and for some reason after all of these experiences when i take a bath especially in the ocean mm. if i jump into the, the water i have the feeling that water is like consciousness in a way it's so strange yeah. feeling i don't know why this idea popped up right now but i had that experience quite a few times after we started after having these experiences. Yeah. And it's, well, yeah, you kind of learn how to appreciate things in everyday life when you had these kind of experiences. Yeah. Uh, but if we get back to to the, the experience that we had, I just remember looking at outside and looking at the, the beautiful sky. And one thing I could sense or just almost see as well is that it felt like it wasn't real. Yeah. Like it was a 
a creation of, of sorts. So yes, basically, like, it was like looking at a, a drawing. Yeah. The whole scenery just looked like a drawing. It didn't look real. Yeah. And that is also one thing that was perhaps the strongest impression for me during this experience. Mm. Was that very same experience, but even more extreme perhaps. Yeah. Because I was looking, I was standing by the window and watching out. Mm. And suddenly everything turned into energy. Yeah. And I could see it visually. Mm. I was looking outside the window. I could see the ocean and the mountains. And it was like everything was built out of small, small, thin golden threads of golden energy. Yeah. And I could see it at the same time as I could see the picture, Mm. the landscape. And it was really strange. And it actually reminds me of Martinez that I talked about in the first episode. Yeah. This Danish guy who... I believe was a self-realized person, a very high state of awareness. Mm. And he described the same thing, actually, that he had an experience where he could could see how everything was made up of thin golden strings. Yeah. And I could also feel intuitively during watching this that this energy was streaming out of myself. Mm. And what I was watching was actually an illusion created by myself, by my own consciousness, mm. that everything was consciousness and it was my own consciousness. So that we are living inside a sort of illusion that we are ourselves creating. And this is also what I have studied before. Yeah. Um, and we are going to deepen this uh, discussion a bit more later on. Yeah. But it was a very... So I actually knew about this in theory before I had this experience. But when I saw it, it became very obvious. Mm. And I could see the energy and how it streamed out of myself. It was my own consciousness. So I had an idea right then. And I felt, okay, I am actually creating my external experiences um, from my own being, Mm. my own consciousness. And I had this idea, perhaps I can influence my surroundings with my will. Mm-hmm. Because I could see that it came from me. Yeah. So I started to... So you felt like a connectivity that you are one with everything around. I could feel how I was one with this energy. Yeah. All this energy I saw mm. was part of me. It came from me. Yeah. It was the same thing as me. Mm. We were one. Yeah. And I could feel this very strongly. Yeah. Uh, and so I decided to try to influence my experience. So I held up my hand and focused on a point a few centimeters above my palm. Mm-hmm. And just focused on that point and tried to gather energy there. Okay. And what happened was that I could suddenly see a point above my palm and the surroundings around the point kind of warped okay. like a convex glass or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was very strange. I don't know what I did mm-hmm. or what happened, but that was the experience. Then I felt, okay, I could actually do something to um, influence my surroundings. And I tried to, well, perhaps I can manifest objects out of thin air or bend objects, but... Yeah. 
I tried that and did not succeed at all. And I realized that, okay, even though I am actually creating this, Hmm. at this point, I don't know how, and I don't have the ability to do it consciously. Hmm. It happens anyway. I don't know how. Well, nowadays I do understand how, but not the back then. So I had that realization, okay, this comes from me, but I do not yet have the power to hmm. make this world change after my wishes. I think I now when you talk about it, I kind of think about, remember that Dennis McKenna and Terrence McKenna mm-hmm. experienced a similar thing when okay. they went down to South America and uh, encountered mushrooms for the very first time. I think okay. they they what's it called that famous trip that they did to was it mexico uh, i don't remember the name of the location no well it's what happens that they went Latuera, to, perhaps yeah sounds that something sounds like that yeah yeah so they went down there i think and they were eating mushrooms for two or three weeks constantly yeah about if i remember correctly two weeks in a row yeah and they also talked about um, the idea of have con- being able to manifest yeah. things by will. The, of course, they they didn't weren't able to do it, but they have had had the sensation of being able to do it. Yeah, you kind of knew that it's possible, and I had the realization it, it is most definitely possible. It's just that we are not yet mm. um, ready for it, or we have not learned the skills. Okay. We are an evolving consciousness and we have not reached a point where we have learned how to master matter with our mind. Mm. At least not you and me and the majority of people. Perhaps there are, I do believe that there are people who can do this yeah. even today, Perhaps such as great yogis and mm. people like that. But it's still, uh, I mean, we get uh, like a delayed, if you think about ideas, Yeah, that's one way of having a, thought yeah. and creating something maybe of course we do it with material way yeah in a different way yeah. perhaps just but think about it and it appears but you get the idea and you create it yeah so it, you have the same principle but it's a bit slower in the reality yeah and also something that i learned during a later experience and i'm probably going to talk more about it later on is that the thing that is actually stopping us from being able to do it is, is our own doubts. Mm. Okay. Because we don't believe it's possible. All right. <laughs> so we need to start believing in it. You, we need to start believing in, uh, in our own abilities and divinity, basically. Okay. But uh, I'm jumping ahead now. That was a <laughs> later message. Yeah. But if we go back to these um, golden threads that you talked about, yeah. I actually had... Uh, experienced the same thing yeah but didn't have any prior knowledge about it i remember just during this experience i think it might have been the same experience uh the same this very journey yeah yeah the same journey i do believe so as as well because i i remember that when i told you about this Mm. you said you had had the same experience if i remember correctly yeah so i just remember looking like uh just focusing my sight on a one object yeah and when i did that everything just faded away i was looking at, yeah. the, at the trees and the sky and when i was, was just focusing on a single point 
everything else vanished. Yeah. It's kind of like dimmed out mm-hmm. and behind it, it was just white. Yeah. And all I could see in this white um, background was golden lights connecting yeah. everything. I had that very experience as well. Earlier on, I think. I don't know for sure. Perhaps it was later. Mm. I was out in the woods. Yeah. And I was feeling how my energy was rising very quickly. I almost forget about, forgot about this, actually. Mm. Uh, and what I experienced was that a white... The world kind of faded away gradually into yeah. white. Yeah. And then... Eventually, I was standing there in complete whiteness, and then mm. I kind of snapped back to it. Mm. And re- and you were there as well, and you also vanished. Okay, <laughs> it was very, it was like a gradual out of body experience or whatever. Okay, I actually forgot about that experience. Yeah, it's, it's exactly as you explained. You could see everything just fading away, yeah, like it was just disappearing, yeah. and behind it was all this light uh, golden threads just connected through everything like everything was connected through these golden threads if you will it's uh, quite remarkable and even though as i said i had you had not no prior knowledge of this no while i had but we hadn't discussed this not the threads no Uh, so it's quite remarkable that you had the same experience. Yeah. Because in my case, I had read Martinus material. Mm. So you might have said, well, perhaps you hallucinated this because you had read about it prior yeah. to this experience. But that was not the case with you. Mm. And we had very, very similar experiences. And yeah. I don't even think that matters because when you have the experience, it's so profound and real. I find it very improbable that it's actually a hallucination yeah i mean if you haven't had experience i can understand if people think all right they were hallucinating and you just saw something and it was probably not real but it's not so much the things that you see and experience it's the feeling as well to it yeah because behind all this when you saw everything, how it was just connected, everything, the whole reality was just you one. You feel it with your whole being. Yeah. Like you feel the connectiveness. You feel it and you know it. Yeah. you. It's not like you're watching a separate object. You're actually being it yourself. Uh, yeah. And another thing, and I think we mentioned this before, is that these feelings that you experience mm. are completely out of your frames of reference that you yeah. have in your normal life. Yeah. You have never experiencing, experienced something similar to this, not even remotely similar. Mm. So, And it makes sense. Sometimes I think that if it would be some kind of hallucination, it should be in, connected to your known database, you know. Yeah. But it's not. And if it's not connected to your references that you know about, mm. I think the experience should perhaps be more chaotic than actually making complete sense. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's not... That, it, that this is being hallucination is just... That's the least probable explanation to me. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I have had... Perhaps not as strong experience, but with meditation. Yeah. 
without any use of anything, just sitting down in quiet meditation and focusing on the wholeness. Mm-hmm. I have actually had smaller experiences of experiencing being connected with everything or being yeah. the wholeness, being in everything. Same here. Um, I had. I could actually explain, tell you about an experience that I had many years ago, way before this all happened. Uh, I describe it in my book, Delusion. Yeah. Uh, I had. I made a guided meditation, you know, yeah. with an audio tape. Mm-hmm. That was very powerful, and in the end of the meditation, I I went into such a deep state that I felt how my body dissolved into energy. Yeah. Uh, and it was a very powerful experience, at least back then, not compared to what we have experienced now, but, yeah. and this was, I don't know, perhaps 10, 12 years ago. Mm. And then I tried this meditation many more times, but as we talked about in the previous episode, I had expectations of what would happen. Yeah. And therefore it did not happen. Yeah. It's kind of when you just release uh, all expectations, that's... Yeah, I think you have to, to be able to reach these states of awareness, you need to let go of the mind and expectations are part of the mind. Yeah, but I think it's people who argue that we are not connected in any way, we're separate beings, having separate experiences, this whole thing is just fully automated creation. Um, I find it, I, I don't know how to explain the the feeling of feeling connected with the universe, the feeling of wholeness, if that was the fact, that we are completely separated and there's nothing to it. How can you have that experience? Yeah. Yeah. You cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... that's, uh, If someone has an answer for it, I would really like to hear it. Perhaps we should kind of connect the dots a little bit about all the things that we had discussed. Uh, We are talking about the external world being an illusion and divine self and things like that. Yeah. Perhaps you should make clear that from our studies and experiences, what we're talking about here is actually that everything is consciousness. Yeah. And the only thing that truly exists is one single consciousness. And this consciousness are you, me, and everyone else. Mm. And we have forgotten our true nature that what we really are and there's a reason for this that we'll discuss later on so just to keep to the basics that there everything is one yeah and everything is created out of this consciousness as an actual illusion Mm. what we experience as real is actually an illusion inside our consciousness and there's an explanation to why this is and how it works but we're not going to dive into that right now but this is basically what Buddhism and Hinduism says, that everything is one, yeah, one consciousness. And the only thing is that we are not aware of this mm. and we are in a way caught inside an idea. Yeah, and I think the, the Buddhist tradition, if you will, is uh, not so well accepted or well known in the Western world because we have the Christian... Um, explanation of reality if you will yeah. or science it's yeah. that's the the basic two and there's yeah. nothing been between them as we see it yeah and 
this one consciousness is what we refer to when we talk about God. Yeah. It's not a Christian God. Yeah. And the reason I like to use the word God is that it possesses uh, the abilities that we usually give God, you know, mm. almighty, all loving and all the things. And yeah. But the, the main difference here is that it's not an external thing it's your own self yeah that is this divine god we're just not aware of it yet but there are other parts of this conscious that is aware of it mm. right now and are directing this illusion yeah so i think that the, especially in the west we have a when we say the word god or what we try to explain as being the whole universe or yeah. one consciousness yeah. the idea of god in the western world through christianity is that God is something up there, external from ourself, yeah. who's constantly looking at us, judging us, and will do horrible things if we do horrible things. And most people today have realized that there are kind of big holes in Christianity and big sure. problems. And also, the Christian God, as portrayed, are not always that loving as they claim him to be. Yeah. So I believe that a lot of people kind of have a resistance to the word God. Yes. Uh but I do think I do like to use the the idea of God because it's that's actually what it's all about. Mm. But it's not the Christian God. It's it's your own divinity that you're not yet um, knowing. You don't you have not connected to it yet. Yeah. And but it is almighty, if you will. It's love. It's everything. Mm. Uh, it's very powerful. We felt the power of it, yeah. but it's it's just an it's a consciousness. Yeah, and what it creates, it can be. And anything. that consciousness creates everything. Yeah, the whole universe, <laughs> <laughs> and it is everything. But the main difference here is, you are that. Yeah, I think that's that's what has been so forgotten or missed in the Christianity is yeah. that you are not it. Exactly. You get the feeling of God being something else, but yeah. you are not it. And this is, they in the Hindu tradition, mm. they do talk about this, but there are problems with Hinduism as well, because it's so clouded with stories of Krishna and Ganesha and all that, yeah. but that just symbols. For some, for many Hindus, that's, they're taking it literally mm. as well. Yeah. But if you go to the advanced level of Hinduism, that's just kind of symbolism. And mm. the pure Hinduism, if you want to call it that, is quite straightforward, actually. Yeah. And I think Buddhism was Buddha's way of kind of cleansing away all that external stuff on Hinduism. Yeah. But... And they don't even talk about God. They talk about, you know, this state of being. You yeah. Know, and this... Reaching a state of being. And I think that's that's true. But I'm not really afraid of using the term God either. Mm. I I feel comfortable in using the highest state of awareness for that is being God. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, but it's it's not Doesn't... it's not something that you find out there. It's something that you find in yourself. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter what you call it. You can no. call it pure consciousness or the absolute, or if yeah. it feels more comfortable. That's what we're talking about. In mm. uh, yeah, 
Yeah. But I actually had, I mean, and I also jumping ahead now, but yeah. during one of my, ex- my experiences, when I had contact with this high consciousness that we call God, hmm. um, it said that that's what it's all about. Don't be afraid to use this word. Yeah. That's so I decided to use it. Yeah, I think it's it's it's. It, I think we. Should, um, I, I would the, I would like to see that the word gets the the proper meaning to a it. kind of a renaissance of yeah. you know the meanings connected to the word. Yeah. So uh, if we go back to the experience um, of seeing this and feeling the wholeness, it's at least at this point for me, I kind of like. I felt like, because I wasn't really convinced. Uh, well, I I th- guess I kind of got convinced of uh, a God existing, if you yeah. will, but it, feeling it in myself. Yeah. But it was that that the experience that I talked about in the third episode, yeah. and now getting to be in it for such a long time. Yeah. We really got to like the the possibility to explore it. Yeah. To be in it. To to be this state of awareness and just do everyday things in it. I do think that what we had during the Starways experience that we described in episode three mm. was that we had a glimpse of our own divinity. Yeah. But not a complete experience because we felt that we were one with everything. We felt this tremendous amount of love yeah. and bliss. But one thing was lacking. And that was the understanding of what this was. Yeah. Self-knowledge. And it's a reason why we never had that. Because that's the kind of goal to... That's why we're here. To realize what we are. Mm. And if they... If we had experience, then... Then we wouldn't be talking about this now. Because then we would be self-realized. So... Yeah. It wasn't complete a complete experience of our true self. It was... Um, a taste of it, yeah. I think. I, f- I feel like the the Starways experience was like they opened us up to this higher level state of awareness. Yeah. Quite strong. Yeah. And just open it up for a small second and close the door again. Yeah. And they they left out one part. Yeah. Uh, I think. And that's the understanding part, the knowing part of what you really are. Yeah. And I think that's perhaps was on purpose i mean they open oh, yeah. it up and you get to see it and once you they close the door you yeah. kind of think about how can i get back most there? definitely it what was, was on that purpose that yeah. that was something i was told later on and uh, that's because the reason is for us to discover is to buy ourselves yeah i mean i guess it would could be like a motivation of trying to get oh, back there yes a very strong motivation <laughs> yeah very, very i would say <laughs> Yeah, because when you had the glimpse, yeah, you are. There's no way you can just forget about it. You want to dedicate your life to reach this state of awareness. Yeah, and to reach this state of awareness is not through psychedelics; it's through spiritual practices yeah. like meditation, mantras, and things like that. So that's something that we're also going to talk more about. Yeah, or you're just your being. Yeah, that's what you work with. Yeah, working. On how to be, to what just really be, are. yeah, to and find your own inner being. Yeah, and I think uh, I mean, I really, 
urge people who watch this episode to get their own experiences, get their, get your own glimpses, because those glimpses will say more than we have be, we will be able to tell in yeah. ten thousand episodes. Just one small glimpse of this that we have experienced. We want you to yeah. know about the glimpses. Yeah, and of course you can. They're not necessary in any way, but I I don't regret having them. <laughs> no, I, well, it's maybe it's not for everyone. I, it, we all have different paths yeah. to go there to reach our des- destination. But I think the destination, the yeah. the road that we have chosen, is quite a good one. Uh, and they are there for those who want yeah. to have them, and sure. it's not that hard. Yeah, and I think with the last uh, experience that we had in the journey was instead of opening up the door like this yeah. and just having a really powerful experience, we kind of like got to experience a higher level than our normal self, a higher level of awareness yeah. that we were just able to be in for four or five hours or something like yeah. that. And uh, it was really the first time we were, well, at least for me, where I was constantly in this state of awareness. And I think the biggest payoff with having these kind of experiences is that you now know how they feel. Yeah. So when you meditate, you know, you can find that feeling and mm. go after it in another way. Yeah. And go into that state of awareness much easier, easier than before. Yeah. And I think also just how you are supposed to be in everyday life yeah. as well. Loving towards others, just being non-egoistical, just being yeah. in the present. You get all you get to experience how it is to be like that. Yeah. And when you have the experience, that becomes the motivation to be it in your everyday life. Yeah. So it was nice. <laughs> it was very nice. And this episode was... Pretty much the intention intention with this episode was to dive in to some extent to the theory. Mm. Because in the next episode, that's when the, I think, the major breakthrough. I mean, Star Wars yeah. was a breakthrough. This was the major breakthrough. Well, at least on a personal level. Yeah. So we, we're going to try to be uh, present some more theoretical knowledge that we have attained but we're going to talk about one experience in particular yeah as well in the next episode we're going to talk about a very powerful experience that was a real game changer and yeah that experience alone was the is the reason why we're sitting here now yeah so you don't want to miss that out and after that experience we started to receive a lot of information yeah yeah that are really cool and yeah so we're just get, getting started. Yeah. All of these experiences up to this point, I, f- I feel they were appetizers. Yeah. Motivational experiences. Most then came the, the learning experience, yeah. if you would like to. So I think we, we, we end here for this episode. Yeah. It's going to be a few minutes shorter than the other ones, but yeah, that's we want to keep it next episode we won't, yeah. don't want to spoil too much in this one yeah. so be sure to go to maldorma.com there you have all the previous episode if you want to catch up with those and all the future episodes will be posted there as well uh, you can find us on facebook and on 
Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, uh, I strongly recommend that you pick up the book Illusion that Magnus has written. Yeah, I have it right here, actually. Yeah. This is um, a book where I describe all the spiritual principles and theory, quite advanced theory, that I have attained through studies and in particular through the experiences. So I go very deeply into the experiences that we are going to talk about in future episodes in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm also writing a book called Stepping into the Unknown, which will be released later this year or beginning of next year. Uh, it's uh, just a different perspective on all these experiences that we that I have had as well. So be sure to check that out when it becomes available. And yeah. I just want to mention that we are also working on a future book. Yeah, and that's, that book is going to be our major work. Yeah. And I don't know how much to say about it, but it, it yes, will cover... What? Just the title. No, I don't want to <laughs> give away the high title, okay. actually. Uh, not yet. All right. Someone might steal it. Oh, <laughs> no, I was kidding. Yeah. Well, it's going to be about... It's going to explain pretty much all of the spiritual principles, how consciousness works, um, how the illusion is built, all of that material. It's partly in my book and in your book, but yeah. the third book will be... I don't know when it will be out. Could be many years. Yeah, it could We're be many years. We're co-writing it and we just want it to be the great, uh, really good book. So yeah. we're going to take a lot of time with it. We're starting to build up expectations. Yeah, now. it's good to do it <laughs> well in advance. But anyways, yeah. um, all jokes aside, now we, I think we end it here. Yeah. So thank you for watching this episode and be sure to check out the next ones as well. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.